the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 259 of the Heart of LAC podcast. For this one, we're going to call it To the Wire because very obviously we're taking it to the wire uh, with Philadelphia. Definitely, uh, let's see who blinks this weekend because it is coming down to that. Yes, this weekend is everything. Again, we have the tiebreaker, so it is in, in, in our hands to decide what happens here. Uh, it, if you're not stressed out, I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm feeling it. I'm a little nervous as well. But uh, yes, it's up to us. We have to go take on a, a streaking Portland Timbers on the road, but it's okay. Our boys have hundreds of their fellow supporters in tow, in the stands, making it happen on the weekend as well. So take it over, everybody. Do what you got to do. Let's get those three points and move on. Outside of that, I know there's a lot of things that happened. Thankfully, we got the boys with us tonight to cover all of it. Bam and Tony are in the house. Bam, how are you doing today? I'm doing quite well today. It's a nice, balmy 66 degrees outside at the moment. Beautiful, sunny day. And I'm inside talking to you guys. So it's going to be a good show, good show. I do have a little unboxing for later on in the show. And we'll get to that a bit later on. <laughs> there we are. Um, we had a good unboxing last week. Looks like we're going to have a fun one again this week. So, yeah, make it happen. Tony, how are you doing tonight? Doing pretty well. Went to the gym earlier today. I've been trying to get my... Pretty much my like back into 2000, like, tw- like, I don't know, 25 year old me being a soccer player, stuff like that. So, got that well. Um, excited for the new news that just came out, um, that we'll get into. And yeah, and World Cup almost here. Yeah, how can you not be excited, right? Everything coming down the line, World Cup, new kits related to that. Uh, I'm buying swag, I'm, I'm as guilty as the rest of you uh panini sets kicking off i see all you guys doing that the shoe culture doing what it does and then of course yeah that's right the announcement the rose bowl we're gonna be playing there visiting pasadena uh taking on our arch rivals uh in their old house like as if they upgraded uh and uh trying to take some points there hopefully with a star on our chest at the same time we can all dream we can all dream so there it is. Uh, Rose Bowl is happening. Tony, you got the details on that. What's going on? So the first game of the season, which is actually pretty surprising, but I think it's also to deal with um, the new Apple partnership broadcast and everything like that. So they're like, let's how do we go out? How do we go in with a bang? Put the two most the biggest rivalry that you can in the MLS. Us versus Carson. In the old, the original stadium where they quote unquote started and left, and just literally packed packed the house, and it's going to be like I said, tickets for presale I believe go on sale October twenty eighth, and also if you have a season ticket, you will get a presale presale code f- in order to get it earlier than that. So look at your emails. If you're also part of just the LOC membership. Um, they also might give you any uh, pre-sale before that, but I expect a big tailgate <laughs> contingency. Security is also going to be very 
very questionable is the best way to say it because this is again if you, if any of y'all been to the rose bowl it's a very wide open they kind of mix everybody together and it's again there's a it's an old stadium <laughs> yeah yeah no the rose bowl of course is classic right they've, they've hosted world cup finals they've hosted olympic gold medal games what have they not done at the rose bowl the beauty is yes the history is there uh, and we get a chance to 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 take one uh, against our our again our rivals in their old house. This is important. This is good. Uh, it's a great way to kick things off. I know people are worried about you know the galaxy pulling shenanigans like they always do in their house. The only difference is this time they actually have to sell. They have to sell tickets, right? Now you have a big house. It's got to happen. And there's no way that their fan base by itself could pull that off. So. Maybe they want to play games, but at the same time, it'll be impossible to limit uh, LAOC supporters, season ticket holders. As you know, there's that code. So the way I see it, because of the sheer size of things, there's going to be room for all of us. I, I don't doubt that for a second. It's going to happen. Uh, it, you can't help it. And if, if it's going to be tough on us and we have to buy a three-pack from the enemy, we probably will just to go to the games. I mean, I know the way you guys run, so... It's on. It's happening. Uh, I'm just beyond happy. Bam. I mean, you're probably sitting there like, man, I really wish I could fly out. Right? Yeah. Um, one night I got an ass like, ooh, that would be cool. And then I saw the dollar and the dollar's like, you're going to kill me if I go. But no, it's going to be interesting. Again, we've got to go into this game with the we must win mentality. Yeah. You know, yeah. they can say that we didn't win the first game in their house, but let's win the first game in their old house that's that's what i really want to see yeah you know they can hide in carson they can't hide anywhere else that should be the mindset simple uh i i do think it's hilarious with apple once again with their product launch you know how they are with product launches this is as big as you get for product launch right mls on apple plus apple tv plus yeah big it's like iphone big so that's beautiful to see uh, good things also, of course, you know, there's going to be new players coming in, all that stuff. So who knows who is going to be connected to that match. But uh, I expect some big things probably from both teams in the lead up to this. You don't make an event like that unless you're building things to be the actual spectacle, you know. So expect that too. Um, kit wise, of course, we'll currently have, I think, the same kit next year for the home, the away, probably changing. So that'll be something we'll talk about later. Um, way down the line. But yes, Rose Bowl is happening. It's on. We'll all be there. We'll make it happen. All good things. Now, before we can get all the way down out, to, you know, you know, to the Rose Bowl next year, yeah, bam, throw it out there, dude. So the MLS just put out the list of nominees for the 2022 end of year awards. It's literally just popped up on MLS.com, MLSsoccer.com. Um, LFC's, yeah. yeah, while we're talking, I just had to check then and it came up. Um, our good friend Ben just put up the LAFC nominees that's in there. So we've got two for the MVP. We've got Chicho and Sifu. Uh, obviously, goalkeeper, we've got Max up for goalkeeper of the year. Defender, we've got two, Murillo and Hollingshead. Um, newcomer, Chiellini. We've got young player, Opoku. Comeback player, Opoku. Humanitarian, Hollingshead. And coach of the year, Dolo. So there's some of the nominees that are just for the end of season awards that the MLS soccer just put up. 
Wow. So you mean the guy that nobody wanted hired is up for coach of the year and try to make a name for themselves on Twitter and stuff by dogging him somehow is up for coach of the year. That's nice. Right, Tony? Yeah. That, that's that's pretty cool. Again, we've all been, like I said, when we started the whole the whole Bob out, Bob in, Bob out movement, we literally said, you want to look for your next coach? Look at Vegas. And what and what happened? He came in. Nobody wanted him. I've remember people saying, why did we bring this guy? He has no pedigree, yada, yada, yada. It doesn't like we should have bring someone bigger. We're, it should be big club mentality. Sometimes we don't know as much as we do, even us. <laughs> yeah, big club mentality, you know, like playing for a shield in the final two weeks of the season uh, and setting up for a big Rose Bowl match and being the favorite to possibly win the whole thing. Sounds pretty big club to me. So that's nice. The other name that, that popped up, I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. Is Sifu's up for MVP? Did you say that yep. right? Yep. Sifu and Chito are two from us up for MVP. Wow. Done, man. I mean, you can't, you can't fault it, right? I mean, you've seen what he's done. And, and, and again, Chicho, where will we be without him? That makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. That dude's on a clip where he's scoring every other game now. Quite literally. You look at the numbers. It's every other game. That's his clip. That is wild. So uh, good on them. They've all earned it. Uh, I can't wait to hear more about Hollingshead and, and why he's nominated. I know why, but, you know, I love when they give the blurb as the why. And we'll cover it more as, as they do the previews since it's just breaking news right now. Yes, Tony. Yeah. Can we just give it Hollingshead like the defender of the year? Because he defends and also scores goals. It should be. Yeah, it should be. If he's if he's not defender of the year, I'll be very surprised. Who's the it's hard though because who's nominated so, from Philadelphia? So defender of the, the year, defender, defender, defender. All right, that's newcomer defender. All right, we'll start off with uh, Martinez from Dallas. Okay. Uh, Blackman from Vancouver is nominated. So good to see, good to see, good to see another one, another one. So two LAFC defenders. Or three, because you also got Murillo on there. Farfan, so that's four. Okay, there's a trend. Um, let's see. Zimmerman, that's five. <laughs> good Lord, what could have been? <laughs> <laughs> Andy Nahar, a former, yeah. former. Are you are you kidding? Is this a joke? Is this no, really? He is nominated for Defender of the Year. I would Dude, say more. D- have like wow. Okay. I would say him more DC United than LAFC alum. Uh, he's kind of an LAFC bench and mend alum. Uh, yeah, is what he is. But good lord, that it just and is Zimmerman on there too? Because yep, you even yeah. mentioned Zimmerman. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. All right, we're done. We're good. Yeah. So a former or current LAFC player will be winning Defender of the Year. That is what we're saying. Yeah, I just posted okay. in the um in the chat the link to the article. Ah, uh, that's beautiful. Okay, uh, that's good. Again, I know goalkeeper of the year. That's totally going to Philly. There's no way around that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean that that don't even don't even vote people. Just that's yeah, over. Uh, but yeah, it should be fun to see. Uh, where where that ends up. 
we have some good nominees. We're not obviously where we're at right now. We're not going to get snubbed. That's for certain. And uh, Hollingshead will most definitely be the leading goal scorer among defenders by the time this season's yeah. over. There's no question. Really, only has um, four defender. They have um, Glesnes. Yep. And Kai Wagner. As they should. As they should. And if if it goes to one of them, don't be surprised. Don't be pissed. Uh, those those two are are insanely good. Look at the goal differences. Look at look at look at their stats. It's it's madness with that side when it comes to defense. So and again, they haven't lost any games at home all year. All year, none, zero. Yeah. Uh, so what are you gonna say? That it, if it goes that way, I'm not surprised. But. Uh, all, all of to Chicho. I hope he gets some kind of kind of hardware out of this thing. Uh, he's definitely earned it. So good stuff, man. Hearing the nominees and and they're piled up. So uh, we'll see where that ends up. Of course, there's, there's also mm-hmm. another nominee on there that we'll I'll talk about a bit later on in the episode. Oh, we're gonna leave it to later. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I know why people jumped on. They, I know, I know the conversation, right? We're talking Supporter Shield. We're talking MLS Cup playoffs. There's two games to go and everything to play for on both sides. The one thing we do know is that we're in the playoffs, right? And that we're the top seed in the West. So we host every game, but the final maybe is the possible. So, but the odds are still in our favor as of today. That's what we know right away. Um, looking at the Supporter Shield standings. Again, we are tied on points. The goal difference, yeah, that goes to Philly, but what matters most is wins. And we're at 20 wins. Philly is at 18 wins. That's your break. That's the one right there. Uh, that that will decide it if we stay on same, the same points. And so advantage us no matter what. So say we win this weekend and Philly ties. Yeah, we're we're the supporter shield winners. We just that's it. Right? I mean, we're not really. I mean, if they tie, then we gotta do a little something, but we win, they lose, it's certain. It's done. It's over. Um, then it's mathematically over. If they tie, then we still gotta do something on the last day, but it's still advantage. So ah, I know it's stressful. Uh, the bets on Philly losing in Charlotte are pretty slim, knowing that their best defender is out. But miracles have happened. And again, we control our destiny, so we shouldn't care too much about what they do. We just do our jobs. Went out the season, call it. That's it. Um, and we'll talk about how that might be a little tough, but that that's the story. You know, 538 is giving us a... <laughs> 40, uh, 50% chance of supporter shield and Philly a 49% chance. So there's that. Um, pretty much the same. The bigger story to me, of course, is the league-wide standings, and especially the Western Conference, where it's chaos still. It's still chaos, right? Nothing's guaranteed. Um, what we knew, do know is this. If Nashville get a win from their, one of their last two games, it's a guarantee that they'll finish at least seventh. If the Galaxy get one win or the, or the swing of three points, right, uh, in the last few games, they're in, you know, that's it. The Timbers, the team we're playing, um, to control their own destiny required two, two wins. 
Otherwise, it's not guaranteed. So for them, it's life and death, right? You need to know this as we go into play them because they need the win. Minnesota is the same story. Nothing is nothing is guaranteed. They could finish anywhere from third to seventh, depending on other teams' results. But the only way they know they get in is if they win two, and that would only guarantee them seventh seed. What? Yeah, I mean, it's that's chaotic. The one team on the outside looking in that has a real chance is Real Salt Lake. Why? Because they got to play the Galaxy, right? They have the six-point potential swing right there. They have a chance to do something. Uh, so if they upset this weekend, then, then again, you upset the apple cart. It goes to the last day. Simple. Uh, it's just very, very tough. You know, Salt Lake's on the outside looking in with 43 points. And then Minnesota's got 45, Timbers have 46, Galaxy 46, Nashville 47. That's brutal. That's brutal in the West. The only thing we know on our end is that we're on the top. Austin second, Dallas. They're only at fifty. Could get shuffled in the lineup, but they're they're they don't need to do anything to qualify. They're they're pretty much yeah. It's it's done for them. Um, even with no, if they even bomb out the last two games of the season, the worst they can finish is seventh. So yeah, it's gonna be fun to watch this weekend. Outside of what we're doing, it's gonna be really fun to watch to see how this league pulls itself um, pulls it off in the last week. This is going to the last day, probably the most uh, worthy decision day we're ever going to see. The most exciting decision day we're probably ever going to see in the Western Conference because of the, the, the chance of a shift. So Tony's shaking his head like Western Conference. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, um, playoff dates. I mean, if you look they're they're kind of written, right? I mean, you guys saw mm -hmm. that, right? The dates. We kind of yeah. know what it's going to be. Who we're going to play, different story, but we kind of can see it now. You can already start marking your calendars, people. We got one uh, weekday game and then weekends for the last two. Yeah. So check it out. Check it out. I was messing around with it and looked at the schedule. Um, let me find it here so you get the exact. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Do you think we, but no, being us, LAFC, and yeah. being a primetime game, you don't you think they would put us to the weekend so they make sure they get bigger numbers? Because I know one of them it's is like a, It's a conference situation. Uh, so I have a Thursday game, I believe, if I'm looking at it correctly. Maybe I'm looking at yay. it Yay. No. Yeah, Thursday, October 20. Yeah. So uh, first round by, then we go to October 20th. Okay, so win that game, then the 30th is the next one, right? I'm seeing mm -hmm. that right, and then the finals in November. So, in a midday that, game, seeing yeah. that we, we have a game on the, tw the Thursday, the 20th, we're gonna go straight after the game into a podcast. I, dude, I'll be honest with you, man. Um, I don't I, see uh, that I, happening. I yeah. don't know. No. Like, you can bring Ben and Araceli to do that if they want to, but me and Joseph will be dead. You can and do I, a Thursday live cast if you want, Bam. I'm, I'm not putting that past you. Man. <laughs> yeah, you um, can just live stream it on YouTube and just do it, and people who are, can watch it with you. We won't be on there because we'll be in the stands. Everybody else, if you aren't be able to make it, just watch Bam and maybe bring Araceli along with you, and you guys can be 
Max and Vince commentary. <laughs> well, we'll we'll get around that closer to the day, and we'll see what's happening. We'll do something chaotic. I guarantee. I just know that my chaos will be in the front row, uh, in the north end. When I look to my right, I see Tony on a couple stand. That's all I know. That's the only truth I get. That and I'm putting away flags at the end of all of it. With Tony again, that's what we're doing. So, uh, yes, that's the real That's the real thing. Uh, that's what we're dealing with. So, we're again, we're in control. We know where the playoffs are at. We know what we're going to do. Get your days off, people, because um, you know the first one for sure. Simple. Uh, again, schedule. For us, Portland away, Nashville at home against two teams that need it, mm-hmm. desperately need it. Uh, for Philly, they got it easier. Charlotte, I guess they're trying to get in the playoffs still. And Toronto, who's not? So, <laughs> straight up not going. So that's their schedule. Uh, they get Toronto at home to celebrate their end. Yeah, not too difficult. Yeah, Tony. I was like, the good thing about their schedule for us is they play for four before us on both occasions, Saturday at 2.30 p.m. and Sunday at 11.30. So we, so on decision day, we still will, again, we can still, we, again, it doesn't matter what they do, but if you want a game watch before our games, there you go. Yeah, we'll know exactly what we need to do walking into the building. If they've lost their game, we know what's on the line that day. There's a trophy. No shock. Trophy on the line. Uh, Hopefully, that's the story, right? And then it's weird that decision day is split by conference, but it is. I still think it's a little surprising knowing that there's a shield on the line as of the last day that they wouldn't do something about that. But they're not. It's MLS. They don't switch things around that way. They're not too quick with it when it comes to that. Yeah, that would be smart to go, okay, um, even push both those games a day late and playing both at the same time because they're two of the uh most valuable games of the round. So, go okay, these two games are going to be played a day later, kick off at this time for both teams, and have and do and even get some of the best commentators into the studio and, and have them talking about both games going at the same time. Definitely made for TV. <laughs> Yeah, I would see it anywhere else but here. Things we're still learning, people. Yeah, so that that's kind of where we're we're at right now. Um, yeah, right. Last day, last game of the season, we get the final say on what we want to do with this thing. Advantage us if we take care of business on Saturday. That's all you got to know, right? Pretty straight up. Uh, thoughts, gentlemen. I'll go to you, Tony. Uh, how are you feeling about these last two games? It's last year all over again, but on a different spectrum. Instead of being at the bottom of the of the table and trying to make it in, we're on the top of the table trying to win a, a shield. Because I, I was kind of reminiscing, like, I remember last year we were in the same position needing to win in order to make the playoffs, so all the games counted. And now, again, it's not an easy in it's an easy into the playoffs, but not an easy into home field advantage. So we're still playing for something. We're always playing for something. It seems like. Which that's what teams like us do, right? Uh, drama. We're all about the Hollywood stuff. Uh, Bam, are you feeling good about what you're seeing ahead of us here? I think we're going to get it together. I, I am. I think we know what job we've got to do. And we know what we have to do 
and we know we've got to keep Bale on the bench. <laughs> I don't think his team minds. I mean, we saw the comments from Wales this week, which we'll talk about internationals in a, in a short while here. Uh, yeah, the comments to me were pretty funny about, oh, we're going to work him out. Like, dude, we don't give a crap about working him out, right? We're here for nope. a shield, man. We do not care about his World Cup. Sorry. We love you, Bale, but we do that ain't our concern. Our concern is this weekend. Our concern is Sunday. Nothing beyond that. It's Sunday. If you got to play more minutes, you play more minutes. If you don't going to play any because it doesn't help us in the moment, guess what? Enjoy the view, just like the 3252 that's singing above you. We're in it for a reason. So, yeah, I don't think our club feels any sort of pressure from that. We just got to get the job done. Uh, all right. So I see a lot of comments from the crew. I think we're going to throw it to everybody, see where they're at before we get into our community news and, of course, preview a match that's coming up. So let's see what we got going from everybody out there. Uh, first one. Who's the first? Oh, Christopher Gomez in the mix. There he is. Good stuff. We got Burke in the mix as well. Hey, Burke. We got It's Jibble in the mix. Ooh. Danielle says, three weeks to LAC's conference semis game at the bank. Can't wait. No matter what, people. You know it's there. Get excited. It's going to be fun. Of course, he says, first things first, let's get that shield again. Exactly. Exactly. Take what you can. Take what you can. If it's in reach, you got to fight for it. Ox is in the mix as well. Coming out of Wichita. Good seeing you on here, brother. Uh, Danielle says, valuation was a little low. LAC definitely worth a cool billion. So, yes, there was the article. I guess what multiple sources were talking about this, about how we're in the 900 million range and we're the most valuable team in MLS and other podcasts have been talking about it as well. Uh, I, I think for most of us, we have to realize that money is not like free spending value money. It's 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 tied into properties. That's what it is. It's tied into that beautiful stadium. It's tied into opportunity and, of course, resale value. That's really where it's at. Um, and, yes, Daniel, when you say $1 billion, I, I, I thought I read it correctly. The thought is, yes, you're worth about nine sixty, but if an asking price goes out there and a purchase does happen at some point, it will definitely eclipse $1 billion, especially in the moment. Um, it will be higher. It's going to keep getting higher, which is insane for MLS to have a team that's valued at that. But if you look down the line, I guess the average is about 500 range. So the whole league's of value. So now it's looking like those, those fees to join were basically a bargain for everybody that bought in so far. That's what it's showing that this was worth it. Uh, that it is the payoff is definitely there. The options are definitely there. And if any of these owners decides it's time to move on, return on the return on investment is there. It's already there. So uh, yes, the cash cow that is MLS. Um, yes. Let's hope it, 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 develops into something more for the for the game for the league for everything um and that draws more more attention that's the hope for sure so thank you danielle for bringing that up uh did either of you guys want bam do you want to jump in on the valuation um just have a quick look at it now new york red bulls i'm surprised with their valuation only 525 million you understand that's probably laundering money. Again, oh. it's Red Bull. 
Red Bull yeah. is in Formula but, One in Germany and every freaking thing they literally laundry through other clubs or other teams. Yeah, but for, you, you think for a worldwide known company with the of the Red Bull, that valuation would be closer to six hundred than anything. I think the reason why is the minute you purchase that product, the Red Bull name goes away, right? So that whole marketing empire is gone. And now you have a half empty building in New Jersey. It's it's location, I think, that kills it. Where LAFC, on the other hand, is in a prime location with an Olympics coming and a World Cup coming. Yeah. Everything's, you know, yeah. the, the, the corridor that's going to be moving in. They're calling it that, right? The fig corridor. Things are going to develop all the way to the stadium. They are, guys. It is, it's the future. Uh, and it's going to be right in the middle of the madness. But that being said, you got New York City at six hundred ninety million. They don't have a stadium. Yeah, but again, it's New yeah. York and New Jersey. You rather live in New York than New Jersey. <laughs> this is coming from a Yankee fan, and it's everyone location, knows location, 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 and that's why we are worth a cool bill. Is because location, location, location. Like our product could be. We could be Carson. Look at Carson. Carson is right below us and they suck. So mind you, if we sucked, we'd probably still be on top because of location, location, location. Then and, and why, why is Atlanta third at 855 million? Because they don't, because it's. Because their not, owner owns the stadium. Yeah, exactly. It's not like they can be yeah. resold like. At the end of the day, they have to find a new stadium if the owner decides to sell or he they rent it out. Yeah, it's just it's collateral, right? It's what they can play off of at this point. Uh, so, and it's interesting. It's not again. It's not the free flowing cash. It's just the potential to earn. Um, and yeah, you look at New York City FC. If they do get their own stadium, say they were bought out by somebody else that had a location in New York City and moved them there, they would be the highest valued team in an instant. In an instant. Because of where they're at. Yes, they've got the debts they're carrying. Yes, they've got, but who cares? It's the value of the product. So all I know is it's good news for the league to see all of the teams doing what they're doing. It shows the health of this league and that it's not going anywhere, people. I think that's the bigger picture. Something of this value is not going to disappear in two or three years. That part of MLS, that era is dead and done and over. Now it's it's how do we handle ourselves and stay relevant as a league, um, gaining respect, getting into tournaments like the Club World Cup consistently, making a name, selling more players, maybe selling a player that becomes an outright superstar. Yes, Davies to me is a superstar, but I'm talking global, like everyone knows your name kind of situation. So that's the next steps, right? That's what we're dreaming for. That's what we want to see. So, well, no. As Kalini said, also the next step is make sure every stadium has grass stadiums. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because we have the technology. Because you just saw what they did in uh, for the NFL. They literally took the grass out, put in a new, and then put in turf. But they didn't take the grass out. They literally just picked it up, moved it down, put and then put a new like slate on it and then they have now turf so that's our next step is we have to to be a proper league to be known as a real league 
we also need Rio Grass at every stadium. I agree. I, I, you know, to me, artificial turf is a scourge. It's as amateur as it gets. It's cheap. It looks cheap, feels cheap, and it injures players. And the ball doesn't play well, right? It's not consistent. That's why certain teams in this league have a huge advantage playing at home because they play on a fake field. And you're not playing that all the time. Inconsistency is a horrible thing when it comes to professional sports. It's not professional. Dead serious. You got to make it right. It's kind of the all or none situation and nobody wants to play on turf. So that's where I'm going to stand forever in a day. It's an abomination. It really is not the sport. It's not meant to do this. This is NASL flashbacks, man. It's just not professional. So out with that. All right. Uh, Ox jumping in on the Apple conversation. There was a rumor about season ticket holders getting Apple TV included as a season ticket holder. It's it's not a rumor. It's so. All right. So the I think what the rumor part that he's talking about is we'll get Apple TV, and I don't plus. think we're, plus. plus. Yeah, we'll get the, we'll get to watch MLS game, but you still have to pay for Apple TV. That's where I think that's where the rumor is uh, it was going around because at first everyone's like, we're going to all get Apple TV, Ted Lasso for free and all this stuff. No, it's we get the extension of it to watch the MLS no matter what, but we still have to pay Apple TV, the Apple TV price. So it sounds like there's going to be a different, different level of access depending on what you get. In this case, you sign in and this is all you've got. Yeah, you can see previews of those shows. You see a Ted Lasso preview, uh, but you're not watching Ted Lasso, right? You just got access to the games. Okay. I mean, it's pretty easy to get Apple TV Plus for pretty much free these days if you buy any products. So, right, it, it's pretty simple to get. They give it away pretty easy. So, yeah, that's how it runs. Uh, Wolf is in the mix. Good evening, Wolf. Mark Lopez is about to start a fake kids league to get free tickets from Carson. This has happened before, right? This is actually real kid leagues to try to get tickets. And they still played games. So there's that. <laughs> um, <laughs> LAFC Wolf. Bam is hitting the bullseye. Uh, let's win in Pasadena, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Angel Kai Wagner has a buttload of assists. That's why I say he, either him. Or Glesnes to me are the favorites. I'm sorry, but their defense is just tight. You know, I, I watch Glesnes and and his mobility for a player his size just throws me off, man. He's just that good. So and Wagner, yes, he's he's an assist machine. You're definitely right, Daniel. Oh, I like this from Jonathan. Jonathan Rima is on the show here. He says, if Opoku doesn't win comeback player of the year, I, I agree, man. He, he's been through a lot, but it's a hard one to win because every case is a pretty strong one if you look at who the nominees were. It's tough. That's that's always a, a toss-up as to who wins that because everyone could win. They're all great stories. Um, I'll just throw up our own guys because Bam was throwing it up there. He's got our articles up available, so Jesse, check those out. He threw the links on there, so take a look. Uh, ooh. Danielle says, did anyone watch the Ecuador game versus Japan? I watched on replay on YouTube and Sifu and Mendez looked pretty good. Mendez had 100 touches, played the Elie role. He had giveaways, but also got it back. Yeah, see, that's the reason why we brought him in. He's supposed to be a defensive midfielder. 
He's supposed to give Ilya coverage. Has it quite happened yet? No, he's still working into the lineup. But that's the goal for him. I guarantee he's back next year. I think he's, again, how long is Ilya going to stay? I don't know. But I think Mendez is, is, is someone we're working with here. Oh, Jonathan's bringing it up. He wants to go early with the album talk today. Uh, how sick was Ronstein? Uh, by the way, he's asking me because I went to the Friday show. I know most of you guys from 3252 actually went on the Saturday, but I'm I bought those tickets three years ago and then COVID happened. Um, I'll just say this about Ronstein. I have a lot to say about Ronstein, but it is the greatest stage show you will ever see. And I, I know I love you too, and that's amazing too. But if you like fire and fireworks and madness and mayhem and and guys wearing like fireproof suit suits to getting shot at with with flamethrowers romstein's your band because uh, yeah it, it's absolutely amazing and of course the band itself the songs it's amazing they're on point man again if you ever see an out and indoors cool with them but the outdoors the real story it really is so if i could travel to see them i definitely would see them again because the show was was on point so yes i'm with you jonathan man uh I think you got it. I got into the fire zone first night. I think you got fire zone second night and uh, you're breaking a sweat from the fire. That's how close you are to all that madness. So good stuff, man. Good stuff. Bringing it up. Uh, Jonah B. What's up family. Let's win the shield with you on that. Uh, Christopher Gomez. I'm just happy that LAC didn't become Barca and with all the injuries during those friendly games, right? Injury bug, bad news. <laughs> Ox just kind of confirming what we said about Apple. I know we can all dream. Oh, I like this one. Is there a, no, not a room. Mark Lopez is Tony wearing the new born and raised LAFC hat. Nope. You don't have that do, connect people. I do have a born and raised hat, but it's my Raider one, the white one, the snapback, but not a LAFC one. I got like the scarf right here. I have the no, the scarf's in somewhere differently, yeah, because I still like walking, rocking that one here. Like, if you, I have all the other ones, but that one I still carry one. So that one's sacred. It's fun, yeah. The hats look expensive. Uh, happy hunting to all of you. I guess it's tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. uh, for that, for that pre-sale that popped and all that fun stuff. Uh, good luck. I could, I could just tell you the price. I know the price because I know how much I paid for my snapback for the Raiders collaboration, and it was sixty dollars. Like, yeah, I was assuming fifty, but it's 60. sixty bucks. Sixty with shipping and handling and everything. I paid like sixty three something. So I get like two new era hats for one born and raised. It is a new era hat too. That's the funny thing. Oof. All right, I'm not competition tomorrow, guys. Just to inform you, don't worry about me. I'm not snaking any hats on you guys. Uh, have, have fun with that. I'm going to stay out of that of that hot mess because I spent like half my savings on Germany stuff this this day. They're laughing at me because they know what I was what I was buying. But I'll just say this: the backup gear and the support gear for Germany is better than what the U.S. has for the top gear. So we'll just throw that up there. Uh, Ox waiting for born and raised to drop, wondering how much it's going to be. He's probably already logged in ahead of time because I know you, Ox. There ain't no quit. There's ain't no quitting Ox when it comes to LAFC products. He is the most uh, aggressive and dialed in guy I know when it comes to securing securing the gear 
uh, for an LAFC supporter. So happy hunting, Ox. You got that, man. Make it happen. Make it happen. Of course, he's saying 60 for snap back. That's because he already knows he's spending it. Gotcha. <laughs> all love, man. All love. See, Again, good luck, Ox. Good luck to see, all you I, trying to get a hat. I would, but 95 bucks Australian for a snapback. Oh, yeah, Australian's uh, dollar to the U.S. dollar is not the greatest, as you've been saying every day, I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it hurts. It hurts. I get a kit for that, dude. Like, good Lord. Yeah. Oh, Again, good luck. Yeah, go for it, Tony. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of kits, a freaking like $110 for a replica kit at the Mexico uh, Peru game. And it was, it was replica? 110 for replica. They're asking I one got... 65 for. They're asking 165 for the for the home jersey last year. I got the long sleeve Germany kit for 110. That markup's huge. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. It's All right. Buy it on Adidas, people. It's cheaper <laughs> if they're in stock because that seems to be difficult these days. So, all right, guys. Thank you for the comments. Now we're going to get into some some fun talk and talk about the international matches. Yeah, that's right. That is right. Uh, so I'm going to throw it to you, Tony. Uh, what have you got for some club and community news today? Well, we've already talked about it. There's going to be a drop for point and raise. Um, the snapback, of course. So if um, there are, if you know, check your emails is the best way to say it. Because check your emails, people. Check your emails. Um, on top of that is also on the 30th of Saturday uh, at State of Rose. You can meet our the one and only Chicho Arango. Um, let me give you the exact details so you know exactly where to go and what data bros you need to go to. And it will be at, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, wait, they took it down. What? That's weird. Um, I'll put, post it up on our Instagram to see and everything like that. So, but it seemed can Riverside. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I remember seeing Riverside, but like, I was like trying to get the exact dates. I'll post it on our social so you guys can plan your day about it did you find it bam yep so it's uh 7200 arlington avenue riverside california uh from 3 to 4 p.m on september 30th there you go people um also for all you new fifa players for the last um for the last uh for the last FIFA game, because again, you know, they're going to be called uh, EAFC. Uh, LAFC is having an amateur cup um, at the moment for the, for the, and the mind, mind you, this is the first year it's cross play. So Xbox, PS5, PS4, Xbox one, whatever you have, you can, you're playing against each other. There's no two tournaments. It's probably going to, it's, I believe one tournament, and it is an amateur hour. It's October 8th at 2 p.m. Uh, sign up now. And pretty much it's, yeah. Are you the best amateur? Sign up, compete for it. Tr- oh, and, and if you win, people, this, okay. Get your get your skills, like, after the pod, just jump on FIFA, get better. If you win, you 
are you can win a trip. I'm looking at you, Ox. A trip to the 2002 MLS Cup, wherever it's at. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so there's so many questions I have. I mean, Go is PS5, it. like the PS5 people looking at you, Bam, can you guys, like, with the new FIFA downgrade into into, into this tournament? Because the game's kind of different for the five people, right? Yeah, so with the last one, I haven't got the new one yet, but with the last one, you have two copies on there, the PS5 version and the PS4 version. So when uh-huh. I was playing with you, I downgraded to the PS4 version when playing by myself, the PS5 version. But yeah, just looking up the pricing for it. So um, you also get two tickets to LFC's first home playoff match during the playoffs if you win two. There we so you go. Two t- you get two tickets? So you two get tickets like- to, to LFC's first home playoff match. And a trip well, to the MLS Cup? Uh, can't see the MLS Cup. Yeah, because it's literally... It, it's on on their on the Instagram post. It literally says, "Sign up for the OFC Amateur presented by McDonald's on October eighth, and compete for a trip to the two thousand two. I mean, sorry, twenty yeah twenty twenty two. Sorry, back uh, fought, going back back. I'm time yeah. traveling here. Twenty twenty two at, at MLF Cup. Yeah, because okay. on the actual link that they posted on the Twitter to sign up uh, prizes. Uh, eligible finish will receive one seat to participate in a one-on-one FIFA 23 video game tournament hosted from October 28th to October 30th. Uh, two tickets to LFC's first home playoff match during the 2022 MLS playoffs. LFC's custom jersey, hat, and scarf. Custom. And so far, there are 33 people um, attending. I need to buy the game. So do I. <laughs> Wait, is it just regular or is it uh, ultimate team? Uh, good question. I'll I'll read up on it and I'll let you guys know. Because I I believe it's going to be regular team. Because the last one where I tried to play and I made it past the first round because someone didn't show up. So let's go. <laughs> Um, but it was just uh, you pick a team and then you, you move forward or whatever team you want to play and stuff like that. So I think it's that if it's ultimate team, good luck for y'all. Uh, I I hear the I'm new out. chemistry the new chemistry system is like super complicated. You need to degree in it to figure it out. So yeah, Kermo is pretty cool. I'll just throw that out there. Um, yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. We'll see how it plays out once you get all the details. But uh, if I'm in, I'm in. I think these two are probably going to try to jump in too. So uh, I'm not going to advertise it. because I'm. Nope. No, Got to be North America. <sighs> could you imagine? VPN. VPN. <laughs> I know. I was like, could you imagine? I was just, just realized that too. I was like, wait, I just realized you get a trip to the MLS Cup. So if we win the supporter shield. Bam wins the tournament. He can finally he can fly out here. Do we talk to Larry about this? For honorary club members. Yes, yes. 
We have to make a dispensation dispensation for this. We'll see. He's not in the rules yet, but we'll lobby. Heart of LAC has <laughs> got to do some lobbying, so we'll see how that plays out. Of course, uh, yeah, we'll see how far we get in this thing, but definitely got to play. Got to play. So mm-hmm. uh, may the odds be in your favor, except when you play against me, Tony, or possibly Bam, if he gets a special waiver. So there you go. <laughs> it's not like they to travel far. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, uh, cool. It, unless he wins, but you know, mm-hmm. he's got to be me, and I'm not that. I'm not that friendly. So <laughs> <laughs> let's go. All right, cool, man. So other stuff out there, of course, is the internationals. We had a lot of guys playing. Um, um, Tony, actually, do you want to throw that up there? Yeah. No, I, I was actually there's some uh, some other stuff. I know the watch parties. I'll throw those up there. Those okay. are those are important, but. Um, the most important part of this community news that I, I want to do that again, I'll post about the watch parties and let everyone know where to watch them the, the tomorrow or the day of, like I always do. But the most important one is luckies are doing the, a Mo scarf. There's a very limited number of it. And it, and it's, so if you go to, I believe the, the Instagram, you can sign up and pay and uh, purchase it and all pretty much. Let's I'll break it down literally the way they have it because I want to make sure you guys get this scarf because I'm getting a scarf. I know Joseph's getting a scarf. I know Scar- scarf is getting a scarf. And it is honestly the I love it. Honestly, it's probably I don't know if I'll ever take it out, but <laughs> so it's a limited edition scarf dedicated to our dear friend Mo and his relentless work. Um, you have to DM uh, Forever Mo FC 2022 for price and availability. I know Luckies are going to be um, doing it mostly, and you get a cool little box that it comes into. So check it out. And then, of course, the other thing too is. Um, TSG is releasing their Chicho Arango shirts that they have, and five dollars will go to the Mo Fund as well. That shirt is amazing. It is. It is really cool, and the scarf even better. I'm sorry, but that scarf, that's gold. And if I, once I get it, it's going up, people. Because uh, dude, we all love Mo. We all miss Mo a whole hell of a lot. Um, I'm buying two. Yeah, man. That it's good. It's good. Whatever it takes to support the cause, man. Like seriously. Uh, and shout out to Lucky's for making this happen. Cause again, it's gorgeous guys. You did good. You did real good. So definitely looking forward to getting one of those guys and hopefully they sell out. That's the plan. Oh, that's, All right. That's so uh, should we brag about the supporters cup? Is it, is it appropriate for the three of us to brag? Back to back. All right. I'm bragging. Back. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Black army. Three Pete, three in a row. That's right. They won the Supporters Cup yet again. I know. Ringer free, people. Ringer free. Now it was on, man. Everybody looked good. Everybody was strong out there. Empire Boys, I believe, took it to the final. Uh, hard fought all the way through. Congrats to all you guys who went out there and actually got up at 8 a.m. to play football mm-hmm. uh, and 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 gave your all for the cause. All good things on that. Credit to everyone that made the attempt, made the effort. Uh, kudos to the Gordo Cup participants as well. Yes, Copa de Gordos is a thing. Um, if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> good on 
good on everyone who played in that as well. But uh, yes, congratulations to the Black Army 1850, three time champions in a row, back to back to back. Let's see if it can be four. Bring it on next year, folks. You're going to have to wait till then to try to unseat the champions. Yes, yes. Uh, I know. We All of us are kind of trying to understate as best we can because, you know, it's kind of our team. But uh, <laughs> I'm happy for the boys. They put the work in. That's for sure. So uh, let's see what happens next year. And I believe there's a kickball tournament coming up soon. We'll talk about that next week. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's going to happen, too. I will participate. It's all on. Right. It's on. Back to pitching people. Uh, so there <laughs> we go. Uh, internationals. You guys want to tackle who who actually represented their countries over the past like week and a half? Who wants it? Who wants it? No, it would be me. But to be honest, I didn't watch much from because I was going back to work. So with that, I didn't get a chance to look into much from. But um, no one's been injured from what I've been hearing. So that's a good thing. Um, Bale still hasn't been on the pitch when a team's got a goal because I know Wales had a nil or draw when he was coach or captain for the game. So, um, yeah, that's really about it. For I'd say, honestly, well, I guess like, I was gonna say honestly, yeah, go for it. Represented well, right? So, what uh, Sifu Mendez did what they had to do. Uh, Palacios did what he had to do. So you got you got those guys. Uh, Acosta. He's stuck in the blender of, of, of Greg looking more at his shoes than the lineup. Um, yeah, he stinks. Sorry, he does, but he does. Ugh, gross. Uh, outside of that, uh, I believe Romero was with El Salvador. That's, did I get them all? I mean, that was, that was, it wasn't a whole lot that went. Christian Torres. No. Ah, Torres. Do we, do we get any information on Torres? Seriously? Yeah. Uh, actually, okay. he did do something. Uh, he won a up or something like i heard hold, so, saw him holding something and i it like i for, went to write it down and then i got caught up on something else so da, 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 da. oh didn't see anymore my bad sorry okay we'll, we'll keep you guys posted on the torres i bet you someone in the comments is gonna throw it up there because you know the faithful they're dedicated mm -hmm. they're dedicated all right which uh i believe brings us now to the vinyl club minute found it Oh, here he goes before you jump into Vinyl Club. All right, go for it. He, They won the uh, Revelations Cup. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what they won. But, again, trophy is a trophy. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters is you're on top. You get a trophy for it. And you beat international. So, again, we could see Christian... On the men's national, on the Mexicans' men's national team, and hopefully it's a better team when he's on it than what we have right now. And a coach that you all love. I'm well, you have the, yes. but you you have the same situation with the U.S. I'd rather have yours than ours. Uh, <laughs> True. Wait, would you want to trade? No. Would you want to trade? No. I'll trade players. <laughs> well, yeah. We know when 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 our side lets them play um, to their strengths. But yeah, that's that. We can go for hours on this one. All right, uh, let's get into the Black and Gold Vinyl Club minute. We had one song; it's now turned into two uh, for a very important reason. So we'll feature it first. I'm gonna have Bam introduce the first song on the list uh, due to a recent um, event in the yes. news that's got us all a little bit Sorry. bummed. Yesterday, sitting at work before shift starts, look up and see across the news in Australia that, unfortunately, 
the one and only Coolio passed away. So for this week, week one of the songs has to be Gangsters Paradise. Everyone knows it. Everyone rocks out to it. So rest in peace, Coolio. One of the songs is Gangsters Paradise. And the second one, I'm going to give back to Joseph Four. So I'm still uh, I, I, I'm still smoldering a bit from the Ronstein concert, so I couldn't help but look at the uh, look at them as the other option for today. That was the original choice, and so I will run with that one. Uh, we go Ronstein album. I'm gonna throw it to two because I just love these two albums probably a little more than others. Uh, Liebe is for Alada, uh, for sure, and then Mutter. Uh, why? Well, for Mutter, there's a song called uh, Sone, and for me. That song is just absolutely amazing. It's just a gem. Um, and then, yeah, uh, I could th- I could name seven other albums or, you know, forever and a day. There's always songs on there that I, I, I can identify. But go out there, listen to Rammstein. Trust me, the music itself will, will drive it for you. And if you ever see them live, then you're hooked for life. So uh, that's that. And, of course, Leafod is their fan club. And uh, so that's why I mentioned that first album because, what? yeah, that's what it's based on. So there you go. All right, that is our music uh, for this week, which brings us into the more important stuff, which you're all waiting for. I know we've been dragging this bad by bad boy out, but yes, we got to talk about Portland, people. Portland, it's on. So, uh, bam, I'd like to say we have good news about their form, but we don't, do we, at all? Uh, we do a little bit. If you just look at their last game, but the last five games, they have four wins, which was a 2-1 home against Seattle, a 2-1 away to Austin, a 2-1 home against Atlanta, and a 1-0 home against Minnesota. And their last game was a 1-1 draw away to the crew. Which was chaos, right? Yeah, so <clears throat> um, crew went up early with a Molina goal in the 37th minute, and then a 95th minute goal for... Moreno for Portland, which was a a whip in, goes out, a Portland Timber player falls on the ground, ball goes to a Timbers player who tries to chip it over the Portland player on the ground, but hits him in the head, bounces back, looks up and shoots that goal and scores a goal. It was ridiculous. A seeing eye goal, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Bouncy, bouncy, make it happen. All right. So, again, they haven't lost in their last five games. That's the hard truth. They haven't lost in the last five. Can't You can't say that, but they can. And, of course, now they're playing at home. And if you look at where their home games are at, yes, they are on a three-game winning streak at home. Right? Aren't they? Am I looking they, at haven't, they haven't been beaten in nine home games. Oh, my gosh. Not beaten in nine, but they won the last three. I know that for mm-hmm. sure. So, oh boy. Again, bam, not easy on form, right? It ain't good. It ain't good. Um, if you want to, you know, throw it to Tony and his good, the bad, and the ugly, there's more ugly, right? How's the yeah. record against us as of late? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just, I'll just, we're, throw it we're up five. There. We're yeah. five. That's literally, I have to say, it's five. It's, Five wins, five draws, five losses. We are dead even. But again, they're fighting for a playoff spot. They're hungry. They're playing at home, unbeaten. We are also fighting for something. But when we play them, it's always ugly. It's always a hard-fought battle. They're 
pretty much their top scorer, the, his expected goals, mind you, compared to Chicho, is not the greatest, but he's expected to score six. Like uh, he has a six point one goal, and that's a uh, Nizagua. Niasgoda. Niasgoda. Thank you. And he has nine goals of the season, but and then two assists. And he averages he sh- he averages like 1.3 shots at per match on target. And he's played about almost as, like four less than Chicho has. Four less than Chicho. And here's the scarier thing. He's a super sub. Mm-hmm. He's coming off the bench in most matches, at least as of late. So limited minutes, still producing as a super sub. Yeah, I'm not I'm not too happy about that, uh, which makes the lineup even more sketchy as we get into it because you're not sure what they're going to throw up because, again, he comes off the bench more than he starts as of late, and he still produces. So that ain't so good. Um, also, playing at home against us, Tony, we're going to talk about ugly. How's it, how's it gone the last two times we went to their house? Last couple of times we went to their house, it's can we not? Can we not? <laughs> I know we'll we how many points did we pull? No. No. Okay. So we lost two one two one. All right. Uh close games, but not enough for us. So we owe them. We've won there before, people. So I think it's time to get back onto that uh tilt, but it's gonna be hard. It's going to be hard. This is just like when we play Carson. There's certain teams we play against where we dictate it. We know what it's going to be. And then we get to these guys and you just throw it all out because they hate each other. Then, and this isn't like a club versus club hate on the field. There is a distaste for each other. There really is. There's an edge to every challenge there. There's something in it and it goes all the way back to Dio and what they pulled with Dio. I really do think this um, and it does not go away because they've been rotten from to the core. And uh, so our guys just, it's become a, a thing where on field, I think we hate these guys to get more motivated than any other team. I really do feel that you see that edge and it's not going to change. It's going to be the same thing, especially because they have the same manager who always does the same tactics against us. Um, going to be dirty. It's going to be dirty. And our guys seem ready to give it back every time we play them. We don't, they don't push us around. We give it back. So it's going to be a hard-fought game. Uh, Tony, in terms of the good, if you're going to say the good, what would you say about this one? Honestly, it's we are – we're kind of in form. Like, again, we have Chicho who's, like, again, we – I literally – like, he's – his goal expectancy is 12. 12 goals for expectancy. And then also – we like mind you this is we we're not this is not an easy game but it's also prepping us for the playoffs because as much as we're not in the playoffs people these are playoff games now again we're back to last year where every game is a playoff but in a different aspect we're getting ourselves ready for playoff form one and done one and done so we're treating this as as a playoff game and mind you also we have Hollingshead who can can score everyone's back as well everyone's healthy so well Escobar of course is the questionable one but everybody else here so there it is uh we have the lineup to do the job they're healthy enough to do the job we're playing a team that has a goal difference of three 
they need to win or they could miss the playoffs. So, yes, we're playing a team that's desperate that has to take chances because in most cases when we play Portland, they're happy with one point and they play us for one point. This is one of those few games they cannot play us for one point, right? They have to open up and play us to try to get the win. They can't just play the counter. They have to play. They don't have a choice in the matter. Uh, so that's going to give us some chances, right? If you're going toe-to-toe, got to see that as a good as well. Um, all right. So interesting things. I guess to me, interesting. Um, I'm just looking at the stats, thinking who stands out. Of course, you said Niascota is their top scorer. Espria is second on there with eight goals. Uh, Chara is kind of their talisman. Nine assists, most appearances on the team. Always there, always spectacular goals. It's a thing with him too. Is when he does score, they're 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 gorgeous. They are. Doesn't do it all the time, but he finds a way. Uh, Blanco, I believe, is healthy, right, Bam? Um, for me, I believe so. Um, they haven't updated the list yet from last games, but going from the last game, only Mora, Bodley were out, and Salt was questionable. So their their main guys are here. Um, that yeah. so they're not they're not hurting too bad. So again, Blanco, who's always been trouble <laughs> for us, will still be trouble for us. It's gonna get interesting. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be down to the end. Yes, we have the better scores. We have the better setup, man. Offense is there. Story is our defense. Are they going to show up on the day, and is our midfield going to be ready? Tough case for us. Now, uh, looking back at Portland's last few games, of course, the draw with the crew. uh, That game, they actually played with three in the back, which I found rather interesting uh, with the wing backs, but up to midfield, like a much higher setup. Uh, They went at them, you know. Uh, and so, you know, they had Chara up top, Moreno, uh, as your right wing, Blanco as your left wing, um, Bravo and Estrella were your outside midfielders, technically wing backs as well. Chara and Williamson in the middle and Tui Loma, Zupadic and Mabiala as your back line. And then uh, Eva, Eva was in your goal, man, I'm, weird name for me to mess up, but there we go. Uh, yeah. And of course, super subs. Bosquera, Fogasa, Perez. These are good players. Uh, and, of course, Niascota comes in. So they have tools, man. Uh, the season started ugly for them, but they found themselves. And so it's going to be tough. You look at Minnesota when they got a win at home. 61st-minute goal by Espria. A different lineup again. In this case, it was a 3-1-4-2. But let's be real. Those outside mids were dropping pretty heavy, too. So the same story here. In this case, was McGraw in the back, Zuparich in the back, Tuiloma. Your outsides, you had Bravo and Moreno in the middle, Chara Williamson, uh, and other Chara. Yeah, playing deep. And then Espria and Blanco up top. Here's the shock. Blanco comes out for Niascota. Look for that sub yet again. That's the standard. So there you go, that. Now... Usually I tell you what the next game was. I'm going to skip it all the way back to Austin FC. This team managed to beat Austin in Austin. And that has to be something to talk about here. Why do I bring this match up? Not only the result, it's the approach they took to the game. As far as I'm concerned, the way they approach that game is the way they're going to approach our game. 
Okay. In that match, they played their classic four, two, three, one, which is usually what they do against us. This is their preference against us. I don't see why they change, right? It's worked in the past. It could work again in that match. Ivicic was of course in goal. You had Bravo on the left Tuiloma on the right for right back. Uh, McGraw and Zuparic in the middle. Williamson and Chara, of course, were playing deep. Expect that again. Uh, the other Chara, yep, playing up in central midfield. Uh, Moreno on the right, Blanco on the left, but a little more withdrawn. And, of course, Espria up top. If those are the guys that are healthy, I can't help but think that's probably what we're going to see. Um, and, of course, who comes in for who? Yes, Niascota comes in eventually. Paredes comes in. Loria comes in. I'm not shocked by any of their subs, but I just I'm looking at the lineup going, I think they're going to clog the midfield. I think they go right back to what they do best against us. And I really don't see the freewheeling wing back setup against a team like us. You're looking at this, Bam. What do you think you're going to see from these guys? How do you think they're going to approach us this time around? Um 4-2-3-1. It's that lineup's fairly um solid now. So the Austin what lineup, I think, will be the one that comes out for us, plain and simple. Um, I did have a little look back. From the last time we beat Portland in Portland, there's only three guys left on our team. <laughs> wild. That's wild. Yeah, Who are the like carryovers? Uh, Vela, mm -hmm. Blessing, Sigora. Our starting, lineup, our starting lineup for that game was Rossi, Ramirez, Vela, Mac, Atuesta, Blessing, Harvey, Segura, Zimmerman, Blackman, Miller, and Goal. That's how long it's been since we've won up there? Our bench was Cisniega, Daniel Silva, Nico Hammerlein, Lee Wynn, Horta, Joshua Perez, and Dio. Miss you, Josh. Miss you, Dio. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's what six in a row now, right? That we've got haven't gotten a result up there. So yeah, that was yeah. Uh, June first, twenty nineteen. Was last time we Before won up there. The oh my gosh! Before the world changed. There you go. That's why it feels so long ago. All right, so they're due. We're due. We have to get a result. We're due. With a much different lineup. And as far as I'm concerned, a better one. This is a stronger side. Without question, this is a stronger side. Um, now they just got to get the job done. All right, so that brings it to us, guys. What do we see for us? And I think that's the harder question. Uh, the back line. I'll go to you, Tony, first. You said Escobar was questionable. Our history with questionable players is what? They don't play. They don't play. Yeah, they don't play. So uh, does that pretty much solve it? Uh, Hollingshead on the right? Hollingshead on the right, Cigar in the middle with Chiellini and Palacios, what we had last game. Stability. Okay. Any chance Mario sneaks into this? I'm going to know. 
Um, yeah, I'm agree with Bam on that one. Sorry for the long pause. I was like debating on it because he is physical, but it's more of like I feel like Kilini and Segura work really well together. You saw how really well they work together against, and it one was a sh- it was, exactly so. Literally one, like I said, as you, one, one. That's all. And that's and that's how Portland plays is they play very defensive. They play us for one point. Now they need points. So if they only get one shot, oh well. If you don't make it, you don't make it. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. I think the same thing. The adults have to win the win it, right? Bring in the vets, make the vets do the job. Um, if they need to get subbed out as the game goes along, playing on, you know, another fake field, it is what it is. We have to make it happen. But that makes sense. You need Palacios to bomb it. You need Hollingshead out there with his wise wise moves up. Uh, all good things. All good things from that. Now it brings it to the midfield again. Thinking about national team play, I honestly don't think they're tired. Even the guys that would went on their trips, I think they're fine. Uh, I'm I'm not that worried about fatigue. So I throw it to you, Bam. Who do you think gets the start in mid? Uh, mid, Sifu Ilya Costa. Plain and simple. I think All right. for, for me, the team we put out against Houston before the break is the team we're putting out now. Interesting. Tony? I agree. Like I said, the only cautionary tale that we have at the moment is, as Daniel put, brought up in, in the chat, is he's one away from uh, being gone for a while. But Who's one away? Ilya. Oh. And Marillo. Still? They're, they're both, they're both, Ilya and Marillo are both one card away from missing a game. Yeah, you would think a red card would, like, wipe it because it technically counts as two yellow cards, so you would think... Right. This is still... That's so weird. Yeah. Right? Now, now the big question is, do they reset for the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. I think they do. They do. Cool. So, so, so if they copy yellow card final game, don't mean anything. Would they miss the first playoff? As far as I know, no, it gets cleared. It's always been cleared historically. Um, I don't know, guys. I, I think Ilya has to play because we have to win, and we don't we don't get results without him, so we don't have a choice. Well, well, here's the question then: if Philly loses, do you take the the risk? Do you go for oh. one point? Oh, I'm going to take over from jump Toby on there. it. Yeah, 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 jump on it. If, if Philly loses before a game, do you bench Ilya and put in um, Mendez? Uh, no, I don't. Um, end it. Secure the shield. Yeah. End it. Take all yeah. advantage away. Um, give <clears throat> Mendez a chance to, to get ready for the last game of the season if need be. Yeah, um, that, that, that's the way I see it too. If Philly gets zero points, what you do is you put out your best lineup. If Ilya gets a yellow card, he gets a yellow card. But we yeah. make sure we get the three points. We have um, to play for now. We have to yep. play for now. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. I look at it regardless right. of the field result. This game is a fight. It's the final. This will get us 
This is this is the trophy. This is it. This is the weekend that it decides. Because because I'll be real, Toronto is not going to get a result against Philly and Philly. They haven't lost a game all year there. It ain't going to change. You know, they go home. It's a fortress. This is the one opening we have. Because let's be real, Charlotte does step up in their own house. It's an opening. It's an opening. So we got to do it. We got to make it happen. Um, we can't we can't leave it to the last week of the season. We just can't go there. It has to be this one. We have to get a result. I'm happy that Tony is breathing again. It looked like he was lifting into the heavens for a moment there. Um, uh, the gremlins. He had rapture for a split second. Uh, so, <laughs> Tony, <laughs> complete your thoughts, sir. I know you want to. Go I, for I it. Said- the thought was, do you risk it if and just go for the tie, and then after that, just like, and then rest him for the final game, let him get the card in the final game. That's what the question was. I think you guys probably answered it while I was away. So. We answered, yeah. Okay. And again, we gotta play. We gotta play for now. Now is it? Um, Acosta is another story as well. I think we need him out there. Blessing will be an excellent super sub for this game because he hates those guys. <laughs> Simply put, he hates Portland. Um, and I think him coming in as a super sub would be absolutely gorgeous and beautiful um, and chaotic for them um, to deal with. So, yeah, I think Blessing's a super sub for this one. Top line, that's your big story because we got options. Some are good. Some are not so good. Some play the system. Some don't play the system. Do we go with the pretty silky stuff or do we get the job done? Bam, I'll throw it to you first. Who are you putting as your top three for this one? As much as I want to see a poke out there, I've got to go Bwonga, Chicho, Vela. Hey, all right. Tony, to you, sir. I agree with Bam. Bwonga, Orongo, Vela. And I agree with you all as well. <laughs> I love a poku. I do. Um, and if he played, I'd be happy. But Bwonga's due, man. I think something spectacular is going to come from him in this next game. He's got to be so hungry right now, not frustrated, hungry. If you watch him, bad things happen. He just plays better. I, I think he's due for some some goal of the week stuff this week. I just I, I got a feeling. Um, and Orongo, he ain't stopping. He's due. He's always due. He'll get his chances. Vela, the story will be how is he going to play the role? Right? Are they going to let him drop a little deeper in the mid? I mean, still he's the, he's a center forward, right? But are they going to let him withdraw a bit to be a little more playmaker in this? What's that going to be like? Right? Is Chicho going to just stay in the middle and do what he does best? Are they going to shuffle like we they've been doing the last few games? I'm betting more on the shuffle. Uh, it should be interesting, but I think that is our best three. I don't I don't question it at all. I think the boys here agree uh, that is our best three. There is no way around it. You're asking, well, what about what about Teo? What about what about uh Bale? We don't score with Bale. We don't even cover with Bale. The last time we played a road match with Bale as a starter, y'all know how that ended. Um, and put us on a really bad track. So I just don't see it right now. Not yet. Not yet. Can he come in later? Sure. Um, he will. Yeah, we know he will. He can come yeah, in, we're up three nil with ten minutes to go. <laughs> no chances, people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In this game, there is also going to be another um, MLS end of season nominee in this game. Really? 
Yep, and that is for the ref of the year. Okay, Ishmael Elfath. We had we've had him three times this year. We drew one one at home to Portland with him. We won two one away to Cincy with him, and three two home win over Quakes with him. All of them were rough and tumble games. Mm-hmm. All very physical, and he allowed it to be physical, right? Yep. And he knows our history with Portland. So he ain't biased against us. There's no evidence of that with him. So I think we got a fair one for this game, right? Fair referee. Would you agree with that, Uh, Bam? I would say he's one of the fairest out there. So it will be really interesting. Like we've had him once away, and that was the 2-1 away win to Cincy. So with 100% away win record with him. While Portland, out of the 12 games at home they've had with him, they've got a 58.3% win, 25% loss, and 16.7% draw, averaging 1.92 points a game at home with him as a ref. Didn't Ilya score in that match against Cincinnati? From remembering. I think he did. I, he did score in that game. So, Ilya, you're due, man. Here we go. Situation presents itself. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm fine with that ref. Again, they didn't give us Penso, so I think I have hope. Uh, <laughs> there's a few others in this league. Uh, boy, no hope. Yeah. Uh, the, so other, yeah. The, the other two refs that are up for referee of the year is Alan Chapman and Armando Villarreal. Okay, Villarreal is okay. Chapman, really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I knew you like wow. that. I That's your top three in the league. We know we're in trouble. I'm just saying. The number one's fine. The number two's fine. The third, wow. Couldn't find anybody else with a pulse. Really? All right, there we go. <laughs> and watch, I'm saying this, and he's going to get us in the playoffs because that's just, again, top three. Of course he will. <laughs> I better be nice then, right? I have to be nice, I guess. All right, cool, fine, lovely. All right, so we see where we're at. We see where our potential's at, what we should be running with, or what we think we're going to be running with. I don't see experimentation. I just see a need for a win, and, and and Dolo knows that. So we've made our calls. We're seeing how it is. Before I give it to everybody else, I know they're going to comment what I'm going to ask right now because I'm going to throw the curveball. Bam. Who needs to be our top three to get three points out of this game? Max Elie Chicho. Ooh, okay. All right, I'll throw it over to you, Tony. Who's your top three potential to get a result out of this game? Buanga, Acosta, Kilini. Hey, all right. Uh, I'm going to say Chicho, Buanga, Hollingshead. That's your guys that could put the ball away. Somebody there that has to do it. So... Nice, guys. Nice move. To the rest of you guys, as they throw it up to you guys, because I am going to move this on to the comments from the fam. Uh, Yeah, give us yours. Let's see what you guys think. All right, moving into the comments right now. Ooh, we have FIFA Talk. Okay. Ooh, there's some fun ones on here. So many options, so many options. Jonah B, 
I know we're talking Portland, but I thought this was interesting. He says, speaking about kits, can you can you see LAC have a third kit next season? That'd be fun. World Cup bump, third kit. I don't think it's down the line, though. I haven't heard anything. So I, I wouldn't bet on that. Um, We're getting the yes, Ox is correct. We're due for an away jersey. We're really due for one. I got to be honest, guys. I can't wait for a new one. Um, Ox is talking about Riverside. It's a drive. Yeah, Kansas, that's a flight. Kansas, that's a drive. I can say that to you, man. Kansas, that's a drive. Right, neighbor? <laughs> Love it. Uh, Ox says he still needs to get FIFA. I still need to get FIFA. I mean, I've kind of, guys know I've kind of played this one already, but we can't talk about it. Um, two tickets, custom jersey. There you go. Um, and Yano says, thanks to the community notes last week, I got to meet Ibiaga and Ilie. See, the payoff is there. Thank you, Tony. Christopher Gomez is in my realm. Buying FIFA because the bank is in it. Agreed. I want to see what treatment they give to the 3252. What songs did we get out of this thing? Because I haven't seen it yet. We didn't get um, anything. I did see that. Nothing. Nothing. They ignored us. Mm-hmm. Lame. Super lame. Uh, Ox says grabbing a copy because we got our stadium right. Gomez is on the scarf train. Ox doesn't forget. Forza Mo. Well said, sir. Uh, says six shirt, but needs to be a fluffy, friendly, uh, friendly size. Just saying, funny from Ox. There you go. That'll be a full of cheater shirt. Oh, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be, but you know, David Day's asking, What's the supporters' cup? I'll just say right now, it's a tournament between the 3252 teams, so all of the individual supporter groups, um, and they go at it. There was kind of open division too this time around, so. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Even the, uh, even the front office, our friends at the front office had a team as well. So all good things there. Everybody had a good time. That's what we got from it. Yeah. Sporting cups, a lot of fun. Uh, I look forward to the next one as we always do. Uh, moving forward. Oh, Mark says went to Seattle away and was underwhelmed, hoping the Portland supporters turn up on Sunday. Here's the deal. They might turn up, but we're bringing an army. Like, it's big for the LAFC support. I'm not going to give you guys a hard number. You just need to get amazed when you see it. It's a lot of people. I'm kind of bummed I'm not going. Though I'm not bummed because I get to take my boy to soccer practice, and that's just something you got to cherish. It's going to be good, man. Like it's going to be big. I think we're going to out sing them in their house. We've done it before. We'll do it again. Uh, they show up. It's just, we show up that much more. It's the truth. So no pressure. 3252. You're expected to perform this weekend. Uh, yeah. Ilya and Maria won caution away from accumulation. Agreed. Uh, Jonah B's big question. This is about the shield. If we win the shield on Sunday, would they present it in Portland and celebrate? No, that's not how it works. Um, shields are presented at home for very secure reasons. Uh, shields are presented. There's only one of them in this world. So you have to be very protective with it as a former keeper of the shield. You have to be very, very protective with it. Um, it ain't cheap. It can get damaged really easy. The box is fun to try to carry around. It's good for hernia. Just saying it's like a 35 pound trophy people. Um, so something you don't want to travel around with. It definitely is not. Uh, so, um, 
I gotta hope if we do launch this thing and get the win and they get the loss that that we get this thing at home. I have to hope and pray that's the case. I don't want to lift the plastic one like Philly did when they won theirs. Y'all saw it. It happened. I hope that karma doesn't hit us. So uh, we're lifting it. Let's hope we're lifting the real thing next week because we secured it this weekend. Easy as that. Get it done. All right. Thank you guys for the comments. Well done by all. I think we got Portland done and dusted. What do you boys think? We got this, which brings us, of course, to the end of the show. I know it's happened. We're here again. First and foremost, thank you all. We got our final comments. Looking at Tony, looking at Bam. I think I'm going to throw it to Tony before he loses internet. Go for it, Tony. You have the floor, sir. Um, Like I said, everyone who's traveling to Portland, be safe. Safe travels. Give them hell. Let's get those three points so we can celebrate the Shield at home and have a fun final game until the playoffs. Um, Of course, like I always say, check on your mates, check on, make sure they're okay. Call them, have conversations, everything like that. It's a big thing. And um, I also kind of want to add this. Send me, I've been reading a lot of books lately about different clubs. So send me your club's book that you think is the best to read on their history. Um, you can hit us up on the Heart of LAFC or my personal one and slide into the DMs because, as you can see, and uh, people at here, I got a good amount of books on Italian Italian league. So, yeah. So let's get those three points and let's go LAFC. Man, the first thing that popped up when you pulled those books up, all I saw was Toti. I'm not alone, I think, on that. But wow, that's going to be a great book. What do you that's ex- a warrior what do you, book, man. What do you expect? I, I, yeah, that's football, man. That's beautiful. Good stuff. Good reading, Tony. Happy hunting on that. Um, Tony wants to read, help him out, people. All right, Bam. Final thoughts of the day, sir. Uh, final thoughts of the day. I want to share something with everyone here. Um, as you know, last game, all the LFC members got their membership gift. Was it the last yes. home game, I believe? So mm-hmm. I just received my Melbourne victory. Uh, supporters membership box today so i'm gonna open it and show everyone what we get so we get our membership card so we get a plastic card and digital card to go to the game uh we get a fridge magnet with the fixture on there so we know where all the games nice. are that's fridge magnet uh we get some codes for some of the sponsors we obviously get the uh stickers for the car Ooh, this is new. Nice membership diary. <laughs> That's interesting. And we, before we got the membership pack sent out, we got an email saying whether you want to get a scarf or a cap. And I just went with the scarf. So 22, 23 membership. And it's a nice quality scarf. So That's great. Yeah, it looks good, man. Looks real good. They did it right for you guys. Yeah, so reaching around the club, this is something that you guys should look into. An actual package with multiple things. Yeah, so like we get the discounts for all the um, sponsors of the club and all that kind of stuff. So so I'll I'll share that with everyone there. Do a little unboxing to show you what it's like 
well, us in Australia, where the league starts next weekend. Hey, we got more football to watch, people. They're going to play through the World Cup? Is that how it's working? No, we're pausing for the World Cup. Okay, so getting started right away, then pausing right away. Ooh, that's yep. tough. That's tough. Okay. Football has to happen, man. Got to play. Got to play. Good. Does victory have a good chance of uh, of winning it this year? Um, we have signed Nanny, so I think we have a okay. decent decent chance. And he's just Nanny's also just dropped his own um, closing line with Melbourne Victory. So it's a Nanny Melbourne Victory little closing line going on. <laughs> Fantastic. Nanny's a great talent, man. He's fun to watch. Free kicks are always a, a delight. So good on Melbourne Victory. All the best to them. Guess it's my turn, right, guys? All right. So, first things first. I I, I saw Junior just pop up a message to me pretty pretty recently asking about um, fan appreciation day. I think we're gonna go into that much more specific next week uh, because it looks like there's some prizes and a lot of stuff going down, um, and so it looks like a lot of fun things happening. Um, I've been hearing some fun stuff. So, yeah, we'll get into that one next week um for the rest of it i think honestly again the story is this weekend uh get to the viewing parties if you're not already in portland um i'll be at the official lafc one we'll throw up the details pretty soon about that but i know that's where i'm heading with the family it's a family friendly environment um so tony will actually send those details out to you guys when we know we can release uh outside of that Get prepared for the playoffs. Make sure that your money's right if you're a season ticket holder and your cards are up to date because those charges are coming real soon for playoff tickets. So be ready for that. Um, for the rest of you traveling to Portland, all the best to you on that epic journey. I love that city. It is a fun place to be. No love for who plays inside their stadium, but it's a great place to have a good time. So have an excellent time in Portland. Be safe. And of course, be ready for kickoff. Be ready for setup. Be ready for the march to the match because you all know you're going to do it, and it's a pretty good distance. Um, and give your all for the full 90. The boys need you more than any game we have ever played. As far as I'm concerned, this is the biggest one so far and our best chance at hardware this year right now at the moment. So give everything you got for the black and gold. And do us right while you're up there, of course. Of course. Uh, beyond that, of course, thank you to my brothers coming on yet again. Safe travels to Araceli doing MLS next. If you saw, she's on assignment. Um, and thank all of you guys who make this show what it is by giving us these comments, getting us some good topics, and of course, showing your love week in and week out, late night, for the sake of the Heart of LAFC podcast. Yes, we are beyond thankful. Uh, on that note, of course, that's right. The final word of the day. Back to it. I will throw it to you, Tony, first. Final Stay word. golden. Bam. Stay golden. And for me, to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.